Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Recovery and Restoration. Saints of God, we're blessed to have a God who makes and keeps his promises. Promises that the Bible teaches us are already yea and amen. Promises that are already set and agreed to be done by him for his woman in man. In Joel chapter 2, God made one of those promises to me and you. He tells us that he'll restore everything that the devil has stolen and devoured from us. That's one of the promises that God already said yea and amen to. The only question is, will we say yea and amen to what God has already said yea and amen that he's willing to do? Let's learn what we need to do in order to be able to answer the question yea and amen and let God do what he's willing and wanting to do. Let's learn some more today about what the Bible has to say about God's promise of recovering restoration that he wants to bring our way. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Recovery and Restoration. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Some people struggle big time with the changes that the word of God prescribes that they need to make. Why? Because it changes their very character. It changes who they are as a person. They've been this for a long time. In fact, some of them may have been getting over being this for a little while now. So they fight this change hand and foot. They wrestle with it. They struggle against it. They wrestle with the changes that God tried to make in the middle of their life. One of the definitions of the word wrestle means to struggle, to struggle. Sometimes people struggle with doing what God wants done or in doing things the way they ought to do it. That is the way God wants it done rather than doing it the way that they used to doing things, the way they used to doing things. They struggle with it. Don't look at me like you don't know what I'm talking about. They look in the word of God and find out how they're supposed to act. Be honest. Be truthful. Don't be lying. Come on, you who used to lie, lie no more. You who used to steal, steal no more. And we be in church saying amen. But a situation rises and a circumstance rises. Whereas there's an opportunity to be the new you that you're learning about in the word or be the old you who just go back to conning, lying, cheating, supplanting, fluffing, bluffing, and plotting and planning and doing everything other than what they're supposed to do. Running game, running con, to be able to get what they want in order rather than do what they say do. What God's word says do. Because they don't really trust God's word like that yet. But they trust their old way of doing things. Because of the struggle that people have, they fight against and neglect the change or the chance to change. And then they resort to conducting themselves as Jacob, the way they used to do. That's why you can see all up in the middle of the church, people who were Jacob. Can I put a pause button right here? We were all Jacobs before. And one of us was Jacobs before. We might have had different degrees of Jacobness. But we was all Jacobs. Is anybody hear me up here? Hey, man, look at your neighbor and say, mm-hmm. I know you was. And I was too. Praise God. Amen. We was all Jacobs to an extent. 
Pause, but no. But at the same time, we all get the chance to be and conduct ourselves as Israel. One who rules like God and one who conducts themselves the way God does. But if the truth is anyone at all, if you've been Jacob for a little while, that's a struggle. Some folks struggle with that. He did. In fact, he wrestled with it all night. He wrestled with it. They, going back to his old way, doing his old thing. Which would reinforce his bad name. Because many times Jacob would do something that reinforces his bad name. You might see Israel beginning to form, but then they go Jacob again. You may see Israel peeking through. You'd be like, come on out, Israel. Come on out and play. And all of a sudden, Jacob would one pop out that day. You're like, oh, Lord, oh, Lord. <laughs> Y'all know nothing about none of this. I know you don't. They might even want to change. But Jacob keeps showing up. They're still wrestling with it. That word wrestle also means to contend as in a struggle for mastery. To contend as in a struggle for mastery. You know, like in a, in a wrestling match, somebody's going to demonstrate mastery over the other one. No, 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 The old way of doing things and handling things versus the new way of doing things and handling things. In one corner, we have the old way of doing things. And in this corner over here, we have the new way, the godly way of doing things. Okay, let us let them meet in the middle of the ring, praise God. They be eyeing each other down. God's way is the right way. The old way is the one that has more history, has been doing it for longer. It's got a track record. Dealing with most Christians, it might be 33 and 0. But then here come the contender, God's new way of doing things. Go back to your rings and just corners and just wait till you hear the bell ring. Then come out fighting. Ding! Here's a chance to be able to do what you're going to do. Here come the struggle. Here come the fight. Which one are we going to do? Many times that's a struggle inside of us. I know what I'm supposed to do, but I'm used to lying. I know what I'm supposed to do, but I don't know. Usually I can lie five times before I had hit a flow. Now, you want me to tell the truth? Usually I used to being impatient, pushing my way through, counting my way through, fluffing and bluffing my way through. Now you're telling me to wait on God? I'm used to giving gifts, sucking socks, and you're telling me to be faithful and wait on God? I need to go back to my corner. I need some smelling salts. Praise God. <laughs> Many times, God's way get to losing. Y'all don't want to work with me on this. I just go to the sand line. I try it again later on down the line. Amen. The old way of doing things versus the new way of doing things. See, in real life, either the old us, that is the old Jacob, is going to have mastery over me and you, or the new us, that is the Israel, is going to have mastery over me and you. One or the other is going to win this thing. And if it's the old me and you, that is the Jacob in me and you, 
then Satan actually wins by stopping us from being changed into the people with a good name. But causing us to remain the same old people with that same old jacked up Jacob name. Whereas he might, J, Satan might be, not be the one in the ring, but he's the promoter. He's the one that owns them. He's the owner. Does that make sense? And he's the one going to get paid. Now, if it's the new me and you, that is Jacob, who God wants to make me and you, then both God and us win by causing us to become a changed people with a good name. Verse 25 again, please. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your word. It says, and when he saw that he prevailed not against him, he touched the hollow of his, of his thigh. And the hollow of Jacob's thigh was out of joint as he wrestled with him. And he said, let me go for the day breaketh. I like that, the day breaketh. Which meant that here's a dawning of a brand new day. Now the question is, is what you going to do while the new day is before you? You got a brand new chance at this thing. Jacob had messed up all his life. But what he does now is going to determine what happens to him for the rest of his life. God will give you another chance. God is God of a second chance. 5011 cents. Squires guy. And he said, let me go for the day breaketh. And he said, I will not let thee go except thou bless me. Jacob wrestled with that male being all night long. But he spoke his determination to him out loud. You know, the Bible says, hold fast the profession of your faith without raving, knowing that God is going to do what he said he's going to do. Jacob said, I will not let you go until you bless me. So Jacob wouldn't let him go until he blessed him. Once again, Jacob was used to getting blessed his way. He said, now I'm not going to let you go till you bless me. And I'm going to hold on to what you have to say. He grabbed hold of that covenant and wouldn't let go until he was blessed by it. He grabbed hold to God's word and how it says that a man or a woman of God is supposed to act and said that he wasn't going to let go until he got blessed by doing it that way. God in his word, that is what I want you to do. This is what God says in his word. I want you to do. Here's what I want you to do. Here's I want you, I want you to act in order to be able to receive my blessings. Because God said, if you operate my blessings, I'm going to hook you up. He said, if you walk up rightly, I'll withhold no good thing from you. But many of us are so busy, used to leaning. We leaning so long, we don't even know what straight up is no more. But that's why God drops his word so that we can be able to grab hold of that covenant. It will straighten you up. God's word will straighten you up. Anybody been straightened up by God's word so far? Pray. It will straighten you up. But you can't let go of it. You got to grab hold to it and let it do what it do. And that straighten you back up, correct you. Sometimes chastise you when you ain't doing what you ought to do. Mm-hmm. But many of us wrestle with that idea. We say, no, that's not what I think I'm going to do. In fact, I don't even think that's what I ought to do. It's not the way I'm going to do things. Not the way I'm going to act. This is what I'll do. And this is how I'm going to do. But God, I still expect you to bless me anyway. Now, when Jacob grabbed hold to the representative of God, he grabbed him, hold to the word of God. But when you grab hold to the word of God, you actually grab hold to God's character. You grab hold to God's character too. And God will give his name to his people by giving his people his character. We learned that in Revelations two, two, two weeks ago. That God gives his name to his people by giving his people his character. Because God's name in the Greek is the word unima, which means character. One of the things it means is character. So when God gives you his name, what he's actually giving you his character. So we got to reverse it. So just like God will give you his name by giving you his character, when you operate in God's character, you'll get his name. 
That's when you get the new name. Is you got to operate in his character. Now the word character, among many things, means reputation. Which means that when you begin to start operating in God's character, you'll get a new reputation. I said you'll get a new reputation. Well, God will give his people a new name by giving them a new reputation. Jacob had a jacked up reputation, but now he got a new name, Israel. So you can say, who is that? Oh, man, that's the one that rules like God. And then they look over and see Jacob, but they no longer see Jacob. They see Israel. Because Jacob was attached to that liar. Israel is attached to the new person. And God wants to give you a new reputation. In such a way where people look over and see you and then recognize the new you and begin to come into agreement with you and start calling you that too. This is good. Jacob grabbed hold to the character of God and wouldn't let it go. So as a result of that, grabbing hold to God's character, he got blessed. I say he got blessed. Just like as a result of Jacob grabbing hold to the character of God and not letting go, Jacob received three things. He received the character of God, which means he received the combination of traits and new qualities that distinguishes him as being a new person. Remember, that was the definition of another definition of a character. He received the combination of new traits and new qualities that distinguish him as being a new person, thereby giving him a new reputation. He received a new walk, which means he received a new way of ordering his life. And he received a new name. Why? Because he grabbed hold to the covenant. He grabbed hold to the words of the covenant and would not let go till they blessed him. He conducted himself the way that word said do till he gained a new reputation. And then I got a name that's new too. I can testify. <laughs> I got a whole bunch of testimonies. Let me just give you one testimony. Praise God. I remember I, remember I used to work for a major utility in southeastern Michigan. Praise God. Hallelujah. Um, Working there mainly in order to be able to make sure that I could substantiate to IRS the money that I had coming through. Praise God. Amen. In fact, that's why I met Reverend Baby. Praise God. Hallelujah. The boss that I had at that particular time knew me as Rodney Pearson, the one that was then. He advised her in her opening interview. Stay as far away from that guy as you can. I'm so glad she was hard-headed. He told her, day one, didn't he, baby? He he described every person that worked in the department. And then when he got to me, he said, you're going to, he he named everybody else by what they do. He got to me, he named my name to make sure she didn't mess up and, and mistake me for somebody else. Him, stay as far away from as you can. I'm so glad she was hard-headed. I don't even know what to do. (laughs) Why did he say that? Because I had a horrible reputation that I earned, by the way. I was a very horrible employee. Really didn't care. Praise God. Horrible employee. You say, well, why didn't they fire you? Well, that's a story in and of itself. Because I remember one time he called me into the office, praise God. He had taken some classes, praise God, little seminar classes on how to deal with difficult employees. And so he called me into the office, praise God. He said, Rodney, may I see you in my office? I'm like, sure. So I went on in there and sat down with him. I said, yes, sir, how can I help you? He said, tell me, let's switch roles for a moment. 
He said, what if I were you and you were me? And you had an employee like me, like if you had an employee like you, what would you do with him? I said, man, I'd have fired him a long time ago. And he got like excited, like he, he, here's his opportunity. I said, oh, but before you move though, you ain't me and I ain't you. And he said, what do you mean by that? I said, let me put it to you this way, sir. So this office right here, this your world. You run this. You do what you want to do up in here. But from the time you leave this building to get in your car, and by the time you get in back in your house, wherever you live, all that is my world. I'm talking about the old me. I said, so if you make it comfortable for me in your world, I'll keep it comfortable for you in my world. But if you make it difficult for me in your world, you're going to have to walk through my world to get back to your world. He said, are you threatening? He said, are you threatening me? I said, absolutely. I'm promising you. You're going to have to walk through my world to get back to your world. Your world is your house in this place. But the only thing is, I know the day that you're going to find me. You ain't going to know the day that I'm going to meet you. So, is there anything else you want to talk to me about, sir? They're like, well, no, not really. I'm like, I thought so. Have a good day. And I left, praise God. And so I went, they, it's like I had a guaranteed job. But the only problem was I was also a person with potential. I was a person who had ability that I wanted to advance in the company from time to time. I would have this desire to advance. But the problem was word got out about me and my reputation was all across the company. So when I would bid on a job, that I more than qualified for, more than had the ability to do. When I would get my application, they'd bust out laughing. And they said, ain't no way we bringing him up in here because he crazy. Word had got out how I had threatened him. They said, he ain't threatening us because we ain't going to get him over here. And so, so they would, de- I don't care what I bid for, they would deny it. So I was stuck where I was which just irritated me more and caused me to be worse of an employee. But I wouldn't get fired, praise God, because this nice man decided to make it easy for me in his world. You know. Amen. Long story short, I got saved. I got saved. Changed me. I grabbed hold to the covenant. It began changing who I am. It made me a nice person. It made me a good employee. Because the word of God will change you. Now I'm a model employee. To the, one, to the point that folk brag on me. But I still can't get a job for nothing. Because although I've changed, my reputation speaks for itself. Everybody remember Jacob. They don't know Israel. They just know Jacob. So whenever they hear Rodney Pearson, they're like, oh, uh-uh. 
<laughs> but I'm a good person now. Long story short, I keep holding on and doing what the word of God says do regardless. I became timely. I would come back from break and lunch when they said to. I would do my job and volunteer to do other people's jobs. And I stayed consistent with it over time. To the point that I stayed Israel long enough so that now this same job, the people who ran that were the ones that remembered who I was because the office I had was right across the hall from theirs. So they knew exactly who I was. But Lord allowed me to be Israel long enough so that then when I put in that application for the job, I looked up and I had an interview. I said, now, this ain't God what is. A lot of us got a Jacob reputation like a mug. But I got good news. As an ex-Jacob, you can be turned to Israel. And God's going to have doors open up for you. That's going to allow you to step into the awesome things that he has in store for you. Whereas you can get closer to your destiny, just like I got closer to my destiny. You can get closer to what God has in store for you and maybe even step into what God has in store for you as a result of it. You're doing what God said do. Do I have any people in here that's ready, ready to turn to Israel? Grab hold to the word of God. Let it change you, transform you, and make you the person that it says it is. So the point is the people can be able to look in your life and see that you really are his. And then the old thing that they thought about you will disappear. And the new thing that they think about you will reappear. And then you'll be able to step into the destiny that God has in store for you. Not as Jacob, but as Israel. Living like God wants you to do. We'll stop right there for the day. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope even more that you're learning from God's Word to let Him have His way. God wants to bring recovery and restoration into the lives of me and you. So much so that he promised in Job chapter 2 that he'll do it for me and you. He loves us enough to recover and restore everything that's been lost by us and stolen from us. Let's let him do what he said that he wants to do for us. Let's let him bring recovery and restoration to us. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. If you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and visit us at Word of Faith. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon. Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. We also invite all the brothers in San Antonio and surrounding areas, or brothers who are visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas this weekend to come out to our Breakfast of Champions Men's Breakfast Fellowship tomorrow morning. It's an all-you-can-eat breakfast that the sisters from Word of Faith prepare for the brothers of Word of Faith. That's the best breakfast in town. It's one of my brothers that you don't want to turn down. Then after we feed you naturally, we're going to feed you spiritually too with a powerful word from God just for the brothers. That's including you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 9.30 a.m. sharp and it ends at 12 noon. Don't be late. That's if you want to play. Child care is provided at no charge. 
VIP Transportation Service is available for this too. Bring a couple of brothers with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. I guarantee you that you'll be blessed, and they will too. And don't forget, saints, make sure that you're in church on Sunday. If you're not at work, every child of God needs to be in their father's house on Sunday. Radio and internet are a great benefit to all who listen and or watch. But there's nothing like being in the house of God. I mean nothing. I believe like the psalmist believes who said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. So if you can physically be in church this Sunday, then be in church on Sunday. So make sure that you leave your house and be in your father's house on Sunday. You'll be blessed when you do, I guarantee you. And last, but definitely not least, to all of you who've been so kind to send words of encouragement by letter or email to us that you're being blessed by our ministry and that you're praying for us and also to all of those of you who sending financial offerings to support our ministry, we want to say thank you. God says in Genesis chapter 2, I will bless them that bless you. Well, since you've been blessing us, we know that he's going to bless all of you because that's what he said in his word that he'll do. So may God richly bless you for blessing us as we endeavor to do what he called us to do. That is to be a blessing to a blessed people like you. We pray a hundredfold blessing into your life for blessing us as you've done in any way that you've done it. From the bottom of our heart, we say thank you. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast next week for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you next week.